Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Great things and welcome on board the WKOK live telephone talk show On The Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence, subpar host of the show, superlative co-host is Joe McGranahan. His last day of his retirement shortened week, uh, Mr. Rob Center. I don't like you to use the term last day when referring to me. It makes it sound like I might be passing on yeah, to my final reward. It's so sad, boy. <laughs> Joe, what a legacy in broadcasting, but he has tomorrow off. So. Oh, okay. That's better. Say, Joe won't be here tomorrow. He has the day off. That's better than his last day. (laughs) I'll tell you what, if you were going to do a resume, it would have some good stuff on it. Well, wait till you see my obituary. Oh, okay. It's going to be a long... <laughs> it's a it's a doozy. Well, if you kick now, they're going to definitely name it the CSV team, no, uh, the Joe McGranahan no, Memorial no. Highway. You do have to be dead to have anything named after you, in some instances, although around no, here we no, name no. stuff after the living, so... Yeah, Merle Phillips Park was named after him long before it was gone. Right, and Jack Trees Park in Shemokin Dam was named after Jack before he passed away, several well, years. Well, Penn College, everybody who ever contributed a dollar up there has a name. They got the Bruder thing, and uh, <laughs> uh, Madigan... Of course, that was named after Roger Madigan before he died. Well, now Dr. Fury and his wife, who made that wonderful contribution to Evan, they'll have their name on the orthopedic center. But that's different. Well, that's a wing. A wing, yeah, right. But, I mean but they're li- my point is they're living. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's very honor, much so. It's nice to honor somebody when they're around to see it. Well, and it's uh, it's uh, they're an interesting couple too. She's as famous as he is, so that's always interesting. All right, well, welcome on board. We are going to name uh, this show the Joe McGranahan <laughs> Honorary Episode of On the Mark. It wow. is his. Can last. I have that laminated for my wallet? Yep, yep. That plus two bucks, you can go down to a local coffee shop and buy coffee. Can I still get a cup for two bucks? Yes. <laughs> well, maybe small, but uh, yeah, you have a fine local coffee shop in Shemokin Dam. I'll bet that two bucks will get you a good cup of coffee there. All right. So this is uh, the Joseph. Let's just call it On the Mark, brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company. All right. Family-owned dealership since 1915. 4th Street, Sunbury. Routes Routes 11 and 15, 15, Hommel's Wharf. Why don't we do everything simultaneously? (laughs) That'll drive the audience crazy. That should drive me crazy. All right. On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. As we mentioned, our toll-free line now open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. That's 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com or text us at 70236. We had the question and answer session yesterday, so if you have some observations about that during the impeachment trial, we've had some other topics pop up. We have, but that we've got to cover at least a little bit of the impeachment trial. Right, absolutely. I'm not suggesting we do anything other. Did o- you see? Otherwise. You know, they're all the Democrats are all talking about how wonderful Bolton is. Let's bring him in here. He has substantial testimony. And guess what surfaced yesterday? A, uh, a video of Mr. Schiff calling him basically a liar over the years and saying he's ir- unreliable and he uh, has a questionable uh, history with the truth. Mm-hmm. But now all of a sudden, because 
because he's going to they think he'll testify the way they want him to he's suddenly become the most virtuous of human beings well i think his yeah, i mean he's right up there with saint uh, saint uh, paul so you're saying the democrats are behaving like the republicans <laughs> i'm saying they're all behaving okay. like politicians they're a bunch of hypocrites and the then swamp of course needs to be drained bad the other thing yesterday uh, in a question to the chief justice or for the i guess for the democrat or republican uh, offices senator rand paul included the name of the whistleblower or the alleged whistleblower in there and oh. justice roberts w- was not going to wouldn't read it okay. and now the rand paul's going to tr- right rand paul's going to try again today because if they want witnesses he wants the whistleblower okay well, you could testify behind a screen, right? Well, they say that the whistleblower statute is only intended to keep people from being retaliated retaliated against at their job. Oh, so if he gets a promotion and a bonus, then he's in. He's in, right. Okay. <laughs> he can't be gotten rid of. But, you know, yesterday, a string of newly resurfaced video clips of former National Security Advisor John Bolton spurred President Trump and his supporters Wednesday to highlight what they described as serious credibility questions raised by both Democrats and Republicans amid the Senate impeachment trial. The president tweeted, game over. In his tweet, Trump linked a link to an interview of Bolton in August of 2019, where he discusses Ukraine policy in Radio Free Europe Radio Liberty interview. Bolton made no mention of any illicit quid pro quo and acknowledged, as Republicans have claimed, that combating corruption in Ukraine was a high priority for the Trump administration. Bolton also called Trump's communications with Ukrainian President uh, Zelensky warm and cordial, without mentioning any misconduct. It seemingly contradicted reports, reported assertions in Bolt, Bolton's... I'm having a little trouble this morning. Bolton's forthcoming it? book, and I got it, that Trump explicitly told him he wanted to tie military aid to Ukraine to an investigation into Joe and Hunter Biden. Zelensky has said his communications with Trump involved no pressure for any investigation. Separately, Fox News identified clips of Representative Adam Schiff, now the lead House impeachment manager, in which he says Bolton had a distinct lack of credibility and was prone to conspiracy theories. This week, Schiff said Bolton needed to testify in the impeachment trial as an important and believable witness. <laughs> Amazing how when the circumstances <laughs> change, you know, oh, oh, this, cr- this criminal over here, boy, he's a wonderful person now because he might say something I want to hear. Right. I mean, if this isn't hypocrisy, if this isn't an absolute proof of a political... Which one? Well, I wasn't going to use that term. Political. Well, that's the president's term for it. Well, it is. It is a witch hunt, I think, of sorts. Well, it is. A, it, you know, there's no argument about that. It's political. That much we can verifiably refer to it as. But the the fact is that if I think the Senate's in a quandary now with this witness thing, if they don't do witnesses, they'll be viewed by the public as having glossed over important information. If they do do witnesses, of course, that's going to open up a can of worms, and it's going to open up a can of doo doo. Plus, it's going to prolong the whole process <laughs> unnecessarily. We should just do the... Somebody should move to call the question now and get on with the acquittal vote so we can get back to normal. Well, so what is this? Are these people really important to hear from? Are they liars, as we've said in the past? Both. You know, do we believe that there should not be, as Jerry Nadler has said and as Chuck Schumer has said, that there should never be a partisan impeachment? There should never be an impeachment where people on one party want to impeach the president are, on the other party? They generally all pretty partisan? 
Yes. Generally, that's their nature. I mean, okay. It's not, uh, ten years ago or twenty years ago, and the Republicans are doing the same thing to Bill Clinton. And as Chuck Schumer correctly predicted, someday the Democrats would be in power, and they would do the same thing to a Republican president. Yeah, okay, something? we're even. Exonerate <laughs> gotcha. Trump. We're done. You've got yours. We got ours. Now let's go on and run the country like we're adults for a change, instead of stupid kids trying to play a game with each other. Hmm. Kids playing in the swamp. Well, that's what it is. I'm sorry. Right. I, I'm no, sorry. I agree with you. I, I, I said last Monday, let's just do the vote. I think we've seen enough. We've heard enough. We've seen enough. It's, it's the whole thing is just a political exercise. And even if you could prove beyond a shadow of a doubt, if you could prove verifiably, that if you suddenly had a tape of President Trump saying, okay, the foreign aid to Ukraine is tied to them investigating yeah. Joe Biden and the yeah, White House listen. visit. If you had that tape, all that would prove is that the president's judgment is horrendous. But we pretty much already knew that. But then the most bizarre argument, I think, and I, I, the Democrats are calling it bizarre, and I must admit it strikes me as a little odd. Uh, Alan Dershowitz said that if a president believes that his being reelected is in the public interest, then in effect, anything he did like a quid pro quo couldn't be held to be an impeachable act. I heard that. Right, right, right. That, that's an interesting thing, but that doesn't really uh, well, hold as CNN, water. Well, as CNN said this morning, it would be a staggering new expansion of presidential power. Staggering. Well, and... <laughs> Everything I, I staggers CNN. How, they get staggered every day. I understand how a citizen can say that, and that's fine as an observer, but as government policy, it doesn't work that way. You know, presidents are quite capable of error and of not following the will of the people. Well, look at look at people now who say they want the Senate to convict. You know, most people say they want the Senate to convict, but most senators aren't going to do that. So they're not well, in Well, bear in mind that that poll you're quoting was. was taken before there was even a presentation of the Democrats or Republican side of this. No, thing. it's worse now. Newer polls are, are more skewed. But polls have nothing to do with the trial. I'm, they're I'm more just, skewed? I'm, you mean the newer polls show more people conviction. wanting conviction? Right. Really? More, more people want, especially women, want conviction. But but that's fine. You know, you and I have an opinion plus two dollars. We can go get a <laughs> cup of coffee somewhere. Right. You know, opinions don't matter in a trial. The, the senators are going to do an acquittal, which, you know, you can certainly argue is uh, ignoring some key evidence. But at the same time, you know, to make the quid pro quo with the gov- with the president uh, impeachable. I've never been convinced of it. <sighs> Joe and I could talk about this for, I, well, for years. Well, we have someone on the phone who wants to talk about it. Stan, thanks for calling in. You are on the mark. Good morning. Uh, I think it was Nadler yesterday said something along the lines that uh, we don't need any more witnesses. We got all the information we needed in 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 from the house. You know, we're good. You know, they get it. But then on the other hand, I think he stated we need more witnesses and more documents. Which is okay. it? You know, he was talking out both sides of his mouth at the same time. Well, they, That's pretty impressive. They've been doing that. They said their case was so overwhelming and so compelling uh, that he has to be, absolutely has to be convicted. But, oh, by the way, we need more witnesses and we need more papers. I agree. It's absurd. Well, that was before Bolton came forward. Who was, no, uh, well, that's a bunch of crap too. But uh, <laughs> well, he was. I in, mean, how, how where'd that information come from? What information came from the government? The the, the the New York Times article, there's no quotes from uh, Bolton. There's only speculation and from his manuscript leaked from the government, the people that are supposed to be vetting that manuscript to make sure there's no state secrets or whatever 
you know, uh, confidential or whatever they call it, information in that book that shouldn't be out. So you're saying the so, deep state's involved in this somehow? Oh, that's shocking. Yeah, imagine that. <laughs> and, you, and you know who, who who runs that department there that does the reading the manuscripts to make sure things are are above board and should be released or can't be released? Well, if, you tell, me, if you tell me it's Comey, I'm going to be upset. Well, no, no, it, it, it's, it's not quite, well, it could be that, man. It's Vinman, Mr. Vinman, oh, his okay. twin brother is in charge of that. So imagine okay. that. Vinman, the one that testified against Trump saying that he was he didn't follow my recommendations on your Ukraine and that's just wrong. He should follow what we tell him to do. And then his brother's the one that's, you know, vetting this manuscript. So don't you think things are a little... Hmm, curious there? Well, to me, it's just a massive case of overreach. If they had censured him for what appeared to be an improper phone call, I'd have no problem with that. Maybe it would give the president a wake-up call that he needs to be a little more concerned about the appearance of what he does. But instead, they decide to go for impeachment, huh? What was wrong with the phone call? Well, I, I read the transcript. I he believe didn't ask him for anything. He did. He said, we want a favor from you, and the favor was he wanted an investigation. Us. That is the country. He's asking for the country. But he he, he asked for the favor, but he didn't tie it. To, he didn't tie it to Joe, uh, anything. You're, Joe, you're not going to convince Stan that I, there was anything wrong with the phone call. Let's just stipulate. I, I just I'll just say I don't think the I'll, phone call I, was perfect. I, I understand now that he's not a politician, so he didn't use politician legalese when he's on his phone calls and hedges hedges words against them that oh maybe I shouldn't say this, maybe I should because hmm. The lowlifes on the left might think this is wrong. Is that what we got to do now? He doesn't worry about that. Really? With, with foreign leaders about what should and shouldn't be done? No, and I what's think, in the best interest of this country? I think at the time he probably said, I don't care what the left says. They're going to impeach me one way or another. If it's not this, it's something else. It wasn't the Mueller report, so now it's got to be this or, now, or, or whatever else. Again. Yeah, or whatever else. You know, so I think he just says, I'm just going to fight it, and I'm going to wear it like a badge. You know, I'm going to call it a hoax every time I get a chance to. I'm going to say that, you know, it was a perfect phone call. Uh, they can do whatever they want. They'll They'll look like Hippocratic. Democrats and the Republicans will look like hypocritic Republicans, and I'll just be my good, my good, you know, my good self. Isn't? Let me ask you, Stan. Isn't there anything about the president's behavior that bothers you? Well, sometimes he might go just a little bit overboard, but you know, quite frankly, as I've told you in the past, I am so sick and tired of Republicans bending over and taking it, you know, for things that they say or haven't said that I don't consider anything wrong with. He's finally the only person that's ever stood up and said, up yours, I'm done with this, this is what I say, this is what I mean, and this is what I'm going to do. And that's that's refreshing in my opinion, because we've been told sold a bill of goods for I don't know how many years about I'm going to get in office, going to do this, 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 and none of it ever happens because the Democrats start calling them racists, bigots, and whatever else they call them, so they back off and cower in the corner. Trump says, up yours. I'm not cowering in the corner. I'm going to do what needs to be done. Well, that certainly was graphic, Stan. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we don't have any doubt about your well, opinion. It was all safe for radio, wasn't it? <laughs> mm, well, it was close to the edge, yeah, but... Close enough. <laughs> the, the, the Mark cut doesn't like the C word. The, the cut <laughs> Crap. Oh, this is, I don't Did he say that? Yeah. Um, okay. Now, on this one, I'm not sure I did, but I don't anyway. think so. 
But anyway, all right, we got you, Stan. Thank you so yeah, much, that, as always. Right, thanks a lot. Keep Take up care. the good work. Our good scholar, uh, caller, Stan from Well, he is a scholar, Danville. too. Well, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, he knows his stuff. All right, 1-800-795-9565. We'll take a quickie break. Uh, we see four open lines, one email pending related to the impeachment. We'll wrap this up. We do have some other topics to talk about or sort of some peripheral things. Joe found some wonderful clippings this week, uh, so we'll talk about some of those. Uh, but give us a buzz if you wish to weigh in on this. Do we need witnesses? It's time for us to answer that question. And we ought to talk all. about how boring yesterday's question and answer session was. Oh, I know it was. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not the right way to do things if you no. want the world to watch. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. If you want to have a fun day, you have to drive a Hyundai from Sunbury Motors Hyundai. And wow, did you want to have a fun day in 2019? Sunbury Motors increased their year-over-year new Hyundai sales by a whopping 70%. Customers near and far are noticing the savings at Sunbury Motors Hyundai. 2020 Hyundai Tucson's have a discount of over $4,000. New Tucson's start at $22,863 with $25 in stock. Sunbury Motors has 12 2020 Hyundai Kona's stock starting at 22585 Save up to 2835 on your next new Kona. 70% increase in sales is huge. And so are the savings at Sunbury Motors Hyundai. Choose from 20 Hyundai Santa Fe's with savings up to 4571 All new Hyundais come with America's best warranty. 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty. Hurry to Sunbury Motors Hyundai to see how they increase sales by 70%. Sunbury Fourth Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark 1 800 795 9565. Are we going to e- read that email? We are, but uh, let's talk for a minute about what I was just asking or saying to you. Yesterday I did the question and answer thing was, I think, largely boring with the dead air as the <laughs> Chief Justice read the question. And What's then, a trial? Uh, That's then what happened. Quiet and silence while they decided who would answer the question on which side. But I thought, and I think it was uh, Mitt Romney who asked what I thought, and I said you were a few minutes when we go off mic, was an excellent question. He said, did the president, uh, with the former president of Ukraine, whose name escapes me, did the president in his conversations with him ever raise any issue about the Bidens and Burisma and that with respect to that and corruption in the Ukraine? Prior to prior Zelensky. To, okay. Prior to President Zelensky. So I thought, boy, that's an excellent question. If he did raise the issue with them, then it shows his ongoing concern about corruption in the Ukraine. And the Republicans... Or his ongoing concern about getting Hunter Biden investigated, boy, depending upon two, which, which, which side which. you're looking at. But the, uh, the Republicans answered the question the only way they could. They said, the only thing we can give you is an answer based on what's in the record. And there's nothing in the record. No one asked that question during the impeachment proceedings in the House, so there's nothing on the record to indicate it one way or the other. However... So they're dependent on the House record exclusively. Right, but they did point out to the fact that the president, all the instances on the record where the president had talked about Ukrainian corruption, whether it's specifically related to the Bidens or didn't relate to the Bidens. But I thought that would be a, a worthwhile question to know if the former president of Ukraine ever had been put on the defensive by the president asking about that issue. Right. Other than that, most of the questions were like, um, 
the Republicans ask questions designed to elicit answers that they like, and the Democrats right, answer I questions. That. I heard a little of it. I, I, I had trouble sort of paying attention to it because uh, because of the long breaks, but something like that, you know, which is... But he's got an open mind. He took an oath <laughs> of impartiality. It's only the Republicans who are partial. The Democrats are just approaching this with a wide open mind. Oh, my gosh, Joe. You're <laughs> so mistaken. Well, we got a text that was sent to 70236. We're going to read that. Uh, we got an email oh, that was... Oh, it's a new texter. All right. Oh, so it is. Uh, you can uh, email us, as no one has done today, or, well, well I guess we maybe, maybe this one did come in today. Okay. We had another one from yesterday. But uh, anyway, so email them to on the market to KOK.com. And right at the moment, we have open phones, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. And the text says, Trump is not a politician. How can you still say this when he has lied as much as any politician ever? By the way, he holds more political power than anyone in the world for three years now. Well, that's one way to look at it. Well, okay, but not all politicians lie. You're a politician. You're the elected leader of uh, Shemokin Dam. When's the last time you told a bold-faced lie as mayor? Well, I hope never. <laughs> okay, so not all politicians lie. Well, you know, but we have differences of opinion. And so if I have an opinion that I believe strongly in and you disagree radar. with me. Yeah, well, like radar from municipal police. You disagree with that and you think I'm lying. You know, <laughs> I'm distorting the facts. You're lying about this. You're lying about that. Or I don't like your motives. If you disagree with me, you must surely have some ulterior motive. Yeah, there's a lot of I that going around. I want speed. That's my motive. No, I mean, there's a lot of that. I mean, there's a lot of questioning people's motives. And when all it really is is an honest difference of opinion. And if you can't have that, I mean, Really, you're childlike. If you can't have an honest difference of opinion with someone without attributing base motives to them, then that's on you. You know, that's well, yeah. that's your problem. That's not my problem. I guess, but you're lying about that radar thing. <laughs> no, I'm not. Anyway. <laughs> uh, our friend E.B., who is ignoring the impeachment for the moment, says a newly erected section of Trump's border wall has collapsed. It couldn't withstand high winds, and Trump sure exudes a lot of wind. Thank goodness Mexico is paying for that defective wall. Oh, wait, they aren't. The American taxpayers are. All you fools who support this corrupt moron got played. Then again, no one ever accused Trump supporters of being smart. E.B., forgive me if I don't accuse you of being smart. I read the story. The story says it was an existing section of the wall that they were reinforcing the concrete, and mm -hmm. the high wind came up before the concrete cured. It wasn't a design flaw. It wasn't just toppled over. They were trying to strengthen an existing section of wall, not a new section of wall. Okay. So like a uh, construction accident of sort, well, no, the, the a renovation was, accident. It wasn't. The cement wasn't cured, apparently, and high winds came up, and it blew it over. And you know if you put something to pole in concrete and high winds come up and the concrete hasn't cured, what's going to happen? Well, I remember when that rebar tipped over at the uh, CSVT bridge. Remember yes, that was right. about that a was year a high ago. wind, wasn't it? Right. It was high winds. So they were reaching up higher and higher with the rebar, getting ready to put the uh, concrete down in the s cylindrical pier, and the wind blew over the rebar, temporarily uh, inconvenienced a worker, made it very difficult for him to get out amongst out the rebar, right. but he wasn't hurt or anything. And uh, But that was a construction accident based well, on high winds. And sometimes they happen. Okay. 
You well, know, the so. wall, the wall should be. You know, it's almost like if if you want to expand the wall, since it's so controversial, I mean, you should also have some sort of a commission or something to give you a good report, sort of a bi- unbiased report, if there were such a thing. Although the way the president's doing it, it's not really going to matter. He's well, just going to be able to use what money he can find to do it. He'll do it. And Any it's gonna contractor get done. working for the government has to post a bond for successful completion of the project. If they made a mistake and cut a corner, that's hardly on President Trump. You know, if they acted improperly. But someone will have to pay for it. And I don't think it'll be the American taxpayer. I think it'll be the contractor if he didn't, you know, anticipate that extra reinforcement would be necessary during a period of high winds. I suspect that's on him. In January in Mexico. Yes. And one of our other emailers says, my, 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 EB, you are spreading fake news. How leftist of you. (laughs) Okay, we got that one out of the way. All right. But going back um, to Rand Paul, he's trying now to get the, um, uh, the name of the whistleblower out there if they're going to talk about witnesses. Uh, this is an interesting story. Chief Justice uh, John Roberts blocked Kentucky Republican Senator Rand Paul from posing a question during the Senate impeachment trial Wednesday that would have named the alleged whistleblower at the center of the case. Paul may try to force the issue during the question and answer session that begins today. Roberts, for now, has ball control because he actually receives the questions and note cards from the senators, then reads the question and allowed in the Senate chamber to be answered by either House Democratic managers or Trump's defense team. But Fox News learned that Roberts may soon lose his grip on the proceedings amid a torrent of criticism from both inside and outside the Senate. (laughs) Yep, the Federalist co-founder, Sean Davis, condemned what he called Roberts, quote, arbitrary and unilateral censorship of senators and Senate business and reported that Roberts had initially sought to block even general questions of the intelligence community whistleblower. When Republicans threatened to vote a rebuke against Roberts on the record, Davis reported Roberts backed down and decided only to prohibit mentioning the whistleblower's name. A reporter for Roll Call observed that during a break in the trial Wednesday, Paul was fuming. I don't want to stand up and try and fight for recognition, Paul shouted, according to the reporter, who noted that Paul's complaint was audible from the galleries above the chamber. Hmm. So, shall we have the whistleblower's name, or shall we not? Well, I think we can question... We don't have to put his name out there, but we can question him. We're certain it's a him. Now it was a male name. Uh, that's the name I heard, yes. Okay. Well, then uh, put him behind a screen and protect his identity, I, even though the law doesn't verbatim call for that. Um, put him behind a screen ask him the questions. I don't have any problem with that. This is WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings and welcome on board the WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Across from me is Joe. Rob Sanders, our fabulous producer. He and his uh, good dog Dixie are all over the place these days. And, of course, Rob does about 15,000 steps a day. Just a crazy number of uh, uh, long walks. So he's in super fit condition. Looking marvelous. But he takes fabulous care of us. That's what's germane for our conversation. So we 
were very much appreciated for that hard work as well. On the Mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open, 1-800-795-9565. We'd love to hear from you today, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarket.com and text us at 70236, as one individual has done pretty repetitively here today, which is wonderful. We'd love to hear from them. So we'll read those on the radio as time goes on. But call us now. We're talking about witnesses. We're talking about wouldn't a censure have been a better idea? And the other thing that's popped up lately is not only should any witness testify, but should one of those witnesses be the whistleblower? And uh, everybody uses the him pronoun, so I will too. Should he be behind the screen or just identified? Joe pointed out that the whistleblower law primarily focuses on a lack of penalties or demotion or certainly termination that would follow. It doesn't say anything about um, having been made public, provided that the, you know your good job stays the same, that kind of thing, or maybe even get a promotion out of it. Once the Democrats take over Washington, then, then you'll get a promotion out of whistleblowing uh, on President Trump. On the mark, uh, oh, I, I mentioned that, uh, Sunbury Motor Company, so I'll have a lot more to say about that a little bit later on. In the news, be kind to one another. It's the Greater Susquehanna Valley United Way, Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation, WKOK, Eagle 107, 100.9, The Valley, Talk Radio 1380, WMLP, and WKOK, kicking off kindness campaign. Uh, Ainsley Bear is an intern who says uh, they'll be at this Saturday's Bucknell University men's basketball game with uh, some giveaways. We're going to have a table set up there. We're going to be throwing out some T-shirts. We're going to be selling some merch while we're there, basically just trying to get the word out a little bit more. Seth Joseph of the United Way. So we're kind of trying to tie it into Heart Month in February, and we want to talk about how being kind can benefit your physical health, you know, lower your blood pressure, increase serotonin production, and help you live a longer life. All right, so the Kindness Campaign officially kicks off on the first at that Bucknell game. Of course, you can listen to that on the home of the Phillies and uh, Bucknell basketball. Does being irritated do you any good physically? No, why are you? No, I'm just asking. Irritated now? No, I'm just curious. No, it's probably not good for you. It's probably so it's not bad good for, for you? Well, I would think it's not good for your heart. Okay. Why? Well, no, I'm just curious. I didn't realize that being kind would lead to health benefits. Oh, my gosh, yes, 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 yes. Your breathing is better. Your, um, what do they call that? Your resilience against infection is better. Um, so it... A good night's sleep has been described as having those same benefits. Well, I would highly recommend you be kind to people and get a good night's sleep. Neither of which you do. I find that if I get a good night's sleep, I tend to be kind to people. If I'm up all night and I can't get to sleep, I tend not to be so kind. (laughs) He's grumpy. And what? what, How would you describe your your demeanor now? I'm a very friendly person. (laughs) Okay. All right. In other words, I'm a kind person too, as you well know. Okay. I'm waiting to hear disagreement come out of your mouth. (laughs) To whom? Everybody but you. Okay, I was going to say. All right. Uh, Other news. Governor Tom Wolf says the budget proposal he presents to the legislature next Tuesday will seek funding to eliminate asbestos and lead in schools. With removal of asbestos and lead very expensive, Governor Wolf says... I'm seeking modifications to the Redevelopment Assistance Capital Program, RCAP, RACP, to make lead and asbestos remediation projects eligible for grants and to include schools as eligible for these funds. 
Making these changes would open up $1 billion in funds for lead and asbestos remediation. The governor says he'll seek $4 million for a lead remediation health services initiative. The governor says another effort would make nearly $2 million in funding available to test for lead in drinking water in 3,000 schools and child care facilities. Mark Sims, News Radio 1070 WKOK. Pennsylvania wants to be a player in the presidential primary instead of an afterthought. The state Senate Wednesday approved a bill that would move up the Pennsylvania presidential primary elections by five weeks starting in 2024. It would make it the third Tuesday in March rather than what current law dictates the fourth Tuesday in April. The bill goes to the State House of Representatives. Critics say Pennsylvania's primary election cloud is often diminished by its relatively late vote. This year, Pennsylvania primary is April 28th among the last states, despite Pennsylvania having the fifth most pledged delegates in the competitive Democratic presidential nominating contest. And speaking of primaries, U.S. Senator Elizabeth Warren has joined former Vice President Joe Biden in a presidential campaign pledge to avoid the use of manipulated images or misinformation. So they don't want, they are going to avoid the use of misinformation. Liz Warner and Joe Biden are going to avoid using misinformation. <laughs> I'm just waiting for Joe to literally fall no, off I'm, his chair. I've just exploded. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, the declaration. I'm trying to be kind. Right. Oh, that's Lower right. my blood pressure. Well, good. That is a hopeful pledge, and they certainly have a long way but to go. I'm not going to make it. <laughs> okay. The uh, declaration Wednesday s- signals a viral misinformation is or that. Or it, I'm sorry, start over. The declaration Wednesday signals that viral misinformation is becoming a growing problem for the campaigns as the Democratic primary season needs. Biden and Warren have both been victims of online smear campaigns that capitalized on trending hashtags, heavily edited video, and altered memes to help spread viral misinformation about them. Warren's announcement came with a number of proposals from her 2020 campaign to stem the spread of viral misinformation that could influence U.S. elections. Good for them. All right. She has to tell the truth, too, though. I mean, it's other people well, that will the be, truth about her. that will be strange for her, I know, considering some of the whoppers she's told. So from now on, everything Elizabeth Warren says has to be true. Yeah, and Joe, uh, Joe Biden said something that was true last night. Someone asked him in, uh, in <laughs> really? Iowa about his, uh, who he would choose for vice president. He said, well, the first thing is I want to choose somebody who's ready to be president on day one. I am an old guy, after all. I thought, well, no, there's something what? you don't hear often. Yeah, he would be the oldest president ever elected okay. at 77. And so what he's saying is I might uh, – and then he went on to qual- clarify that by saying he's in excellent health, knock on wood. Um, and he literally said knock on wood, which means he's also superstitious. Don't know that we want a superstitious president in there, do we? Well, we got one that's completely <laughs> irrational at the moment, and that hasn't killed us. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five at the moment. Good morning, Than. You're on the mark. Hey, good morning. I, uh, I, I just heard a couple of things that I'm – thinking about and one is they're not putting the trial on to entertain you joe this is a very serious trial i know you love people call calling people names and little adam schiff and all that sort of thing and you you're, you're certainly open to do it all you want to but it's not there to entertain you it's there to inform you and what i'm listening is that senators may be on both sides aren't listening as closely as they should. 
So, uh, and what do you base this on? The fact that they disagree with you, right? Yeah, that's it, Joe. Uh, there's no discussion because you're right, and all these lefties who are trying to throw off the country are wrong. Is that the way you've written the script? Well, no, I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious how you define uh, these wonderful people on the left. Like, let's take Adam Schiff, for example, who a wait few a minute, years ago... Wait a minute. What I'm saying is the trial is not to entertain you. You're certainly free. You call people names. I remember you used to shut me up when I'd call somebody a name and say, well, you shouldn't do that. What, what name have I called anybody, Than? Oh. I'm reading a story here this morning that where the Pocahontas, where they were referred to by those names. liar! I mean, that is serious stuff. W will you call the president a liar? Isn't that not serious? Wait a That's provable. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I think me calling Adam Schiff a liar is provable. Me calling Elizabeth Warren a liar is provable. Let's say the other candidates have lied less than say ten thousand times. So, in other words, they not, it's the amount of lying you do that counts, not whether or not you lie. Oh, man, you really like to mix things up. Well, I'm just asking you. Not any fun talking to somebody who diverts every question, Joe. Well, I, that's a serious question, Than. That's a serious question. Is it more important that somebody lies less or that they don't lie at all? That's all. That's a serious question. We have a problem here. There is a conundrum. It's a politician. They do, let's say they don't lie, but they misstate very much in their own favors. So therefore, yes, saying your wife's dress looks great when it doesn't, that is a right kind of lie. But saying that uh, uh, all of the people who are trying to figure out what happened in this trial to name each of them a bad name, that's Trumpian. You can do it if you want to, Joe. I'm not interested anymore in listening to all the names. I've done it myself. I just think now it's way too serious. Do you think the whistleblower should testify? Uh, the whistleblower law is there for a reason. And again, Mark, what you do is divert the question. The question is, was there quid pro quo? There are lots of other questions, too. And the Mueller report isn't without charges, as Joe apparently never even looked at it. Well, I looked uh, at it. Where are these charges in the impeachment, Than? They were going to impeach him on that, but where are they? Well, I'll tell you what. If you bothered to listen to the trial and didn't get bored, you might find out what they're talking about. Uh, they're Honestly, not talking about the Mueller report, I can tell you that. What's that? They're not talking about the Mueller report. No, they are not. But there are so many. Well, you didn't read the report, so I can't, uh, you know, you don't know what's in it. And I, I do know what's in it. I do I, know I, what's in it. I haven't read all 600 pages of it, but I've read summaries of it that I have no reason to doubt are accurate. I don't know anybody who's read all six. You've read all 600 pages? But what? Have no, you? no, no. Okay. Well, Actually, then don't say I say... Many, many places it's summarized. That's what I just said to you, and you accuse me of being somewhat less of a knowledgeable on it because I didn't read the whole report, but you didn't read the whole report. Uh, okay, Joe, I'll tell you what. Have a wonderful day, and I am sorry that you have taken the time of the dark side because, <laughs> honestly, this is a serious trial. Well, you are entitled to your opinion on that. To me, it's a political hack job.
Yeah, I know because your side is losing now. <laughs> will what a bet. Will Trump will Trump win the election? I really have no doubts about it because it appears to me that the Republican 401k is more important than anything else and I find that that's not the way this country should run. So then you disagree with Bill Clinton when he said it's the economy, stupid? Uh, that, how does that relate? Well, it's uh, the, the issue. It, it you're is saying that you're the saying economy, the Republicans? It is the economy, stupid, but it also is foreign relations. It is European relations. It's helping out this Johnson dude with Brexit or against Brexit. It's being a world player, not a laughing stock of the entire world. Gee, are people laughing at his proposal for peace in the Middle East? I didn't hear a lot of chuckles over that. No, there weren't many laughs there. The Palestinians, however, are about ready to explode because he did not do it the way diplomatic people do it, to do the divisions with his good buddy and dictator, Netanyahu. Oh, so Netanyahu's a dictator. I, I missed well, that. Well, you know what? That was a bad word. He is completely in charge of the country, almost as king. Now, we're, we're headed for having a monarch, but Netanyahu pretty much gets his way in Israel. Wouldn't you say? Well, considering he's being charged with crimes over there, I don't think you can make that argument very forcefully. Yeah, that's the reason that I... I Step back on dictator. Let's say he is a very stern person who will get his job done the way he needs to. I think what he is is an Israeli patriot who's trying to preserve and protect his country's right to exist. You know, I don't stop his patriotism at all, but I, like Trump, think that uh, Netanyahu thinks that if you have a big fist and a big arm, you got brawn, you don't need brains. And that's the the president we have came unequipped with brains. Oh, dear. <laughs> so now, I'm, would that, would that be name-calling, the thing you don't like? Didn't you just name-call the president and say he was had no brain? Isn't that name-calling? Hey, Joe, I said, I am now name-calling. Okay. He announced it. Uh, uh, I call it. So I shouldn't do it, but you may. Okay, I got the rules now. Than may call people names. I may not. I'm sorry I didn't understand that. That's a good that. way to run things. I agree with Than. He's, he's spot on that. Thank you so much, Than. Thanks for checking in. Yeah. Have a good you. one, Than. Take care, buddy. one 800 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. I've glued together four disparate sections of a, tw- a text for you to read. And we have two other ones. But uh, we'll take all comers. We are talking about should the whistleblower be identified, testify. Uh, the Chief Justice says no, and he's getting rebuked for that. We'll talk about that in a moment. Uh, and uh, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. 1-800-795-9565. Very briefly, let's read the text because uh, that well, this uh, was a short one doesn't relate to the uh, impeachment. Than, Warren is a liar proven fact 
in the next laughing out loud. So Biden and Warren aren't going to use the misinformation in their campaign. I guess that means they will both stop speaking. <laughs> awesome. I thought people would pick up on the paradox <laughs> there. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We will be right back. If you want to have a fun day, you have to drive a Hyundai from Sunbury Motors Hyundai. And wow, did you want to have a fun day in 2019? Sunbury Motors increased their year-over-year new Hyundai sales by a whopping 70%. Customers near and far are noticing the savings at Sunbury Motors Hyundai. 2020 Hyundai Tucsons have a discount of over $4,000. New Tucsons start at $22,863 with $25 in stock. Sunbury Motors has 12 2020 Hyundai Konas in stock starting at $22,585. Save up to $2,835 on your next new Kona. 70% increase in sales is huge and so are the savings at Sunbury Motors Hyundai. Choose from 20 Hyundai Santa Fe's with savings up to 4571. All new Hyundai's come with America's best warranty. 10 year 100,000 mile powertrain warranty. Hurry to Sunbury Motors Hyundai to see how they increase sales by 70%. Sunbury In the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. Uh, let's see. We're asking the question, should the whistleblower be compelled to testify? And if so, in plain sight or maybe behind a screen, uh, do they have anything to add to this? I'm not sure that they would, but, uh, of course, some folks are interested in that. We have one caller and one coming in. So. we got a text related to the whistleblower. Go ahead and right. read that now, Joe. The text says the right of the people to know who the whistleblower is is paramount. A whistleblower is not to be protected by anonymity. He's to be protected from retaliation in his job. The whistleblower coordinated his accusations with Shifty Schiff. The whole impeachment is a sham. Shifty Schiff has been telling the world for three years he has absolute proof that Trump colluded with Russia, yet he has never produced that proof. If he had, it would have been revealed years ago. He continues to bring it up in his lying presentation on the floor of the Senate. Did he, did he Shameful. Did he bring up the Mueller report yesterday? I didn't hear that. Accusations, okay. And just so no one thinks I'm calling him that name, that shifty shift is written in the uh, email. Oh, yeah, because you're so far above that. <laughs> I am. I'm, okay, right. I'm being friendly and nice, oh, so my blood pressure campaign. goes down. Right. The kindness campaign. I got you. Eric, thanks for uh, once again revisiting and listening to our show on a regular basis and calling again. Go right ahead. You're on the mark. Thank you, gentlemen, for taking my call. And as to yesterday's call, uh, my bona fides are as follows. Dr. Mark Esper is the Secretary of Defense. Oh, he's a doctor, Ph.D. or M.D.? Yeah, and, and, uh, and for the, Alex Azar is our Secretary of Health and Human Services. Well, you could have asked me any other cabinet member. I would not know. Azar, huh? I, I think it's interesting that we have a doctor who's who's the Secretary of Defense and a non-doctor who's <laughs> Secretary of Health and Human Services. But that's well, another topic. It is gentlemen. President Trump. A <laughs> um, couple quick comments. Um, president Nixon stated, when the president does it, it's not illegal. How is that different from what the defense brought up yesterday in the trial? Did, did not President, and I'm not quoting directly, uh, President Trump say, anything I do to re-elect, get reelected is in the country's interest? No, that was, that was Alan Dershowitz suggesting that was a defense. But what the president said was that the Second, uh, second Amendment gave him absolute power to do whatever he thought immunity. needed to be done as president. Absolute immunity. Okay, so it, it, that being the case, then really we, we did uh, President Nixon uh, dirt. We, we shouldn't have had him... 
let me move from office. Is that what we're saying now? We, are we going to totally redo history now? Is that, well, is that he, resi- he or, resigned. Or we didn't is, remove him. Is what President Nixon did really at horrible, as we believe for the last 40 whatever years? And, and what President Trump is doing is equally at horrible, which I believe. How, how can we change history? How can it be right then or wrong then and right now? Because What's the, president, the difference between that comment and us having a king or a monarchy if what he can do, no matter what, is, is beyond question? But President Nixon would have been impeached and convicted had he not resigned. That would have happened because he participated actively in a criminal cover-up. Here, you can't argue that President Trump committed a cover-up because he released at least some part, whether you want to call it a transcript or a summary, of his conversation, which was unprecedented. No president has ever done that before that I can find. Well, the president, Nixon, also gave transcripts, but we also... Only after court order. Only after court order. Only after court order. He tried to fight them as best he could. And then when he did release the tapes, he released them with a 14-minute gap. Right. 18 so, or 14? I think 18. Why, why do the Republicans still continue to hide behind what the truth is? If the truth is, why not have the testimony? And don't give me the argument that it's going to take too long. 75% of the American people, as of yesterday's poll, want to hear from witnesses. And why didn't the Democrats do it when they were in control of the whole process in the House? If it was so important, why did they wait 32 days before they released the articles of impeachment? Again, because they knew that, that the president was going to block it. And, well, and, and you do, don't think and, he'll and block it? what you're it? saying, Joe, is that we're going to have to take it to court to get the... I would like to hear the president testify under oath, just like they forced President Clinton to do. And you would say, well, that's, that's going to take too long. It's going to take too long. The American people deserve to know the truth. And the only way to get the truth is to have these people testify under oath, under the penalty of perjury, just like President Nixon's aides did, and they were sent to federal prison. And if we have them testify under oath, they will not go down for this president, and we will, American people will hear the truth. The American people deserve to hear the truth. Oh, well, let's say the truth is that the president did a quid pro quo. How is that going to be proven? John Bolton has been called a liar by the very people now who want him to testify, the Democrats. I would like to hear from the president. Put the president in a row and have him tell us. Okay, if the president goes on the stand... Then we have the same thing as we allegedly had under President Clinton. And how will you prove the president lies under oath? If he goes in there and says, I have never asked for a quid pro quo, would you believe him? And there's no no refuting testimony. Would you believe him? Well, we have refuting testimony. We have other witnesses who said they did hear him say that. But no, not one of those witnesses ever said that they directly heard the president say that it was tied to the Ukraine. Not in those so few words, no. And the only person who did said that it was his surmisal or what he thought or what he believed or what he came to believe, not something he heard directly from the president. The only person who might have said had something said to him by the president was Bolton, and Bolton's been called a liar by the very people now who want him to testify. So you don't think this is political? Uh, you don't think you don't think we should hear from from get the whole truth. But I, I the, but the, would you accept it? The Republican Party knows that this gentleman is guilty, but they will go down behind him because they have the power. 
America deserves to hear the truth. The only way to get the truth is to get people to testify under oath. All right, we got you. Thank you so much, Thank Eric. You. Appreciate it, gentlemen. Thank really you. appreciate Bye-bye it. Now. Okay, if I testify or you come in and testify, the president tied uh, the Ukraine getting its money to an impeachment or to an investigation of Biden's, and I come in and say, no, the president never did that. So who do we believe? Well, you should always believe me. I wouldn't believe you. <laughs> Dan, you're on the mark. I wouldn't believe you either. What? <laughs> hey, good, hey, good morning, fellas. Morning. Dan was talking about lies, lies, lies. Why, the biggest liar I heard was Adam Schiff when he told us what Trump said on that telephone call. I, I could not believe it, Joe. I almost fell off my chair. When was this? That, yesterday? No, this was back no, back when this whole back. thing started. Oh, okay. And well, I, that's old news. You got, I think you gentlemen played it on the radio right. there. Yeah, he was just kidding. That was oh, a joke. Oh, he wasn't kidding. That he was, was a he joke. Was, that was and, no joke. Hey, you know, it's funny because you say that was a joke, <laughs> but when the president obviously was joking about let China start an investigation... Obviously a joke, but the Democrats are saying we even brought China into a well, that's a motif for the president no, to, to do this for the for you know for if, Schiff it was a one time. If we would joke. at least be fair about this thing, we would admit that this is just a <laughs> hypocritical exercise in political politics, gamesmanship. Politics, politics. Anyway, go ahead, Dan. <laughs> We're well, using up your dime. Why, when we read what you some people don't like to call the transcript. There we have all we need. We have everything we needed from the get-go. And this, and I agree with every, with Trump. This is nothing but a hoax and a witch hunt from the people that never wanted Trump in there. The establishment swamp never wanted Trump in there because he's going to stir up the whole swamp and muddy it up and get the, try to get the creatures out of there, but that's why they're so mad, and I don't understand one thing. I can't get it in my thick head. Why people out here that are, are being damaged by the swamp, why they still are against draining the swamp? That, Joe, I can't get. We're misguided. I think we stipulated. Somebody is. It's either me or them. I, I, and I've been been in this business of politics, falling for years. And I can remember the time when the people said we got to get rid of the establishment. Now them same people are right in it, sticking up for it, and seemingly love it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't get it, Joe. Well, they get I'm smarter every day. on that issue. I can't get it out of my crawl. <laughs> All right. There's nothing wrong with a good economy. What's the evil? I think it's the president's behavior. I don't think anybody's mad about the economy doing well. I think it's the president's behavior, and, of course, there are some elements of his policy making that you might not agree with. That that's okay. All right. My investments are growing. Is that <laughs> right. evil? Is yes, that you're a bad man. President? <laughs> I praise the Lord well, you have to President Trump. And, You'll have and to do more tithing in order to... Uh, 
uh, compensate the, for, you, for your abundance. All yeah, right, thank you so much. Less than the Christians in this country. There you go. So they can give more money to the Lord's work. So we got uh, you. Well, I'm still thankful for Donald Trump. Right. I still, I still have TLS. So. <laughs> You'll have to forgive me. All right, no problem. All we do. Right, you guys have a good one. Right, take Thank care. You so much. See you. We, we forgive you. Thank you so much, Dan. Very much appreciate the call. We've got open phones right now. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. 1-800-795-9565. While you consider dialing up that telephone number, let me tell you about uh, where you can get a brand new Ford or even a pre-owed one that's in perfect condition, where well, the brand new ones are in perfect condition, or a Hyundai or or a Kia or a Lincoln. You notice something about them? Well, they are the top-rated vehicles in Consumer Reports. That Ford Ranger just got stellar remarks. So does the Ford F-150. It's always the best choice if you're going to buy a pickup truck. Hyundai, boy, they got some fantastic vehicles. Kia's got the Telluride plus a bunch of other ones. And the Lincoln, MKS. And, of course, we're going to get um, Joe, his Lincoln Navigator sedan with a V8 gasoline engine. He just never saw a gallon of gasoline that he thought wouldn't be better up in the atmosphere somewhere. So he is going to I have a gas card, too? Would you buy me a gas card for my birthday? Yes. I'm going to need it. We're going to get you a a Sunoco card, a fleet card, so we save a little money on all the gas you're going to consume. But you can, but guess what? You'll be able to afford and ride in luxury up to Lewisburg and get gas where it's cheaper, so we highly recommend that you do that. Sunbury Motor Company is going to hook Joe up and they'll do the same to you, whether it's a pre-owned vehicle that is literally in perfect condition or a brand new Ford, Hyundai, Kia, or Lincoln. If they cannot find the car that suits you. They'll order one up uh, from the web and make sure that it gets there in a timely fashion. You two exchange a little bit of money, and guess what? Uh, You're going to drive off another one of uh, the millions of happy customers who have clicked through the turnstiles at the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out, sunburymotors.com. We'll take a quickie break. we got four open lines, so call us immediately, 1-800-795-9565. We're going to talk about a little dust-up between Tulsi Gabbard and... And uh, Hillary Hillary Clinton, Clinton. who is hiding from the process server. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. We were talking about ex-presidents. Let's see. Jeb Bush. Well, he wasn't an ex-president. He was an ex-presidential candidate. He's on the board of a health care company. company. Yeah, uh, he's on a couple of boards. So he's a business person, I guess. He likes to swim. And that's all we know about him. Right. And he actually goes to the grocery store. And knows the price of a loaf of bread, which is what got his grand, his father into trouble. <laughs> now he does. <laughs> right. No, that was his father. Oh, that was his dad. Okay. Hmm. Isn't that funny? 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. I'll read one text, and then we'll get to the call. It says, good morning. In response to Trump helping Russia, let me remind you, Trump held military aid to Ukraine so Russia could attack and kill Ukrainians. Or Ukrainians. That was as a favor to Russia. Gee, I must have missed that in the news. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you're on the mark. Hey, thanks for the first laugh of the day there. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Where does this stuff come from? Hey, uh, actually, I wanted to uh, voice my support for uh, Bernie Sanders, but before I do that, I want to say uh, the person that actually switched me from being a, a Democrat to a Republican was, was Ronald Reagan. You know, I was just a young man at the time trying to make a living and start out, you know, and it, and it sounded like he was talking to me. I mean, it didn't sound like he was talking to politicians and he was talking to important people. It sounded like he was talking to me. And uh, that's what changed me to be a Republican. 
And, and I, I never experienced that again until Donald Trump came along. And once again, I felt like the guy was actually talking to me. So there was a, this connection. That's what I had now. And I, and, and I understand that, you know, people have their connections with the, you know, the, the politician that they're choosing. But, boy, right now, when I look at the Democratic field that's running, and, and I want to see the best candidate from the Democrats face Donald Trump. And, and honestly, there's only one guy, and listen, I don't feel that he is telling me what I want to hear, and I don't particularly care what he says as far as, you know, my life. But I think the only guy that's really out there, or only person, is, is Bernie Sanders. I think that he says what he means, and he means what he says, and he's not fooling around, he's not making, uh, you know, crazy promises. He believes in something, and he wants to get his followers to follow him so that he can implement that. The rest of them, I believe they're all uh, just a bunch of politicians. I believe Bernie's a believer, just like I believe Donald Trump is a believer, and that's why I want to see those two face off in a real battle. A real you don't believe Bernie Sanders is coming up with crazy ideas like Medicare for all and a free college tuition that will bankrupt the country? Well, it may be crazy, but he believes them, and he hopes that they'll work. Right, and, and, I, and I'm hopeful that if he is a nominee, you know, he'll probably get beat, but I want to see that conversation. I want to see the two opponents go head-to-head head in a real battle that people can make a choice, and then hopefully this time, when the people make a choice, we'll, we'll live with the, uh, the, uh, the response instead of having, you know, four years of trying to undermine the candidate and the president once he's elected. Well, I look at it this way. The thing that bothers me most about this presidential election is the multi-millionaires or billionaires running for office hoping they can buy their way into the presidency. Pouring in on there. I mean, uh, Trump spent a lot of his own money. Steyer's spending a lot of his money. And uh, really, Bloomberg, Bloomberg is just going crazy. He's, he's setting all kinds of records here in Pennsylvania for spending on ads. You know, and, and that's not necessarily in the best interest of the country. Well, it, it, you know, there, you have a strong argument there. And here's where, here's where I come down on that. And I guess I'm probably maybe a libertarian. You know, I, I never had any problem with uh, an athlete getting as much money as he could get to play or an actor getting as much money as he or she, you know, could, could get. And, and likewise, these fellas, that for however they earn their money, whether it's entrepreneurship, inherited, or whatever, it's their money and how they want to spend it. I don't have a problem with that because that's just the way the United States is, in my mind, that if you have money and money talks and let them use it, but it's up to the voters to make the decision on whether they think that person's blowing smoke with their money or they have ulterior motives or just what it is. Let's have a battle. Let's get out there and bring this stuff to light. You're right, Joe. You know, it does have a harmful impact because a lot of people just fall for the 30-second ads that are you know, sometimes slanderous. But hey, that's that's what we have right now. We can't control everything. We just got to do our best and, uh, and and hope for the best. Well, I think you can use an ad to get your word out. The other candidates are going door to door and campaign stops and you know visits all over the place and rallies, and that's one way to campaign. But they're getting their message out, and that's the vehicle they're using. And but it's uh, their message. Tom, Tom Steyer and the rest of them, uh, Bloomberg, are using uh, money to get ads on radio and TV to get the message out. But it's just different vehicles. But but it's, it's the message that's the concern. Well, that's I fine. Think, yeah, I we, think I think that there that. should not. I th- I hate to edit people and and. 
you know, put limits on them. But I think every political ad should never be about what your opponent's going to do or be, only what you propose. Okay. And you cannot discuss anything in a political well, ad other than a, what you want to do. dirty dog, you don't want to reply and say, no, I'm a No, I'm no, a you wouldn't. Machine. Under my theory, you wouldn't be allowed to call your opponent a dirty dog. Oh, okay, you can only so talk about happen. what your plans are, what you would like to see, and how you would achieve it. Okay. Well, let me, let me just ask you this, Joe. Okay, let's, let's step beyond the campaign, and let's go to politics. Take uh, uh, Schiff. Adam Schiff. He, in 2017, he said... He had damning evidence right. of a conspiracy and collusion between Russia and Trump. I mean, he said that on national TV. I think it was Space Nation. Okay, so he, he came out and said that, and basically it was proved to be a falsehood. Now, th- that to me is way more dangerous than uh, people not uh, campaigning on a positive message. So, you know, if we're going to hold uh, candidates accountable, we certainly need to hold senators account- accountable. And, and what kind of laws are we going to make? We, we can't legislate uh, morality. We, we need to have honest people running the show. And if they're not honest, we got to vote them out. And if we can't tell if they're not honest, we're stuck with them. That's the way I see it. No, you got a good point. We are stuck with them. All right. Thank you so much, Mike. Thanks for checking. Thanks for calling. Appreciate that. 1-800-795-9565. How about another text, and then we'll take a break. Uh, How would Americans feel if we were being attacked by North Korea and relied on military aid from Russia? We are losing thousands of Americans daily because of this aid. What aid? I'm sorry, I don't understand what our texter is talking about there. Uh, then another another text says, I did my taxes for 2019. No big refund, just pay in again. Great job, Trump. Not. I don't think we're losing thousands of Americans to anything except heart disease, maybe. Well, yeah, we are losing them to that. But here's what, you know, we've got a minute here without any calls. But Hillary Clinton, you know, is dodging the process server. She's being sued by Tulsi Gabbard for $50 million over the former Secretary of State's insinuation that Gabbard was a Russian asset. I can't believe that. Um and then the one of the one of the people said, "I find it rather unbelievable that Hillary Clinton is so intimidated by Tulsi Gabbard that she won't accept service of process. I find it rather unbelievable that she is so intimidated, but I guess here we are." And Gabbard said, I have dedicated my entire adult life to serving our country. She was a member of the Hawaiian National Guard. She served in Iraq before being elected to Congress. And for Hillary Clinton and her powerful allies to attempt to smear me and accuse me, really implying that I'm a traitor to the country that I love, is something I cannot allow to go unchecked. And then she says... To, directly to Hillary, you, the queen of warmongers, embodiment of corruption, and the personification of the rot that has sickened the Democratic Party for so long, have finally come out from behind the curtain. From the day I announced my candidacy, there has been a concerted campaign to destroy my reputation. We wondered who was behind it and why now we know. It was always you, through your proxies and the powerful allies in the corporate media and war machine, afraid of the threat I pose. It's now clear that this primary is between you and me. Don't cowardly hide behind your proxies. Join the race directly. Hmm. So, Hillary, if you didn't do anything wrong, why won't you accept service of this? You know, go into court. Prove that she's a Russian asset. You said it. Back it up. Maybe if you never accept service, you can't. uh, You don't have to be sued. 
<laughs> well, I mean, sooner or later, what's interesting is the people turning her, her away of the process service are the Secret Service. They're not letting her get in. Okay. They're letting the process server get in. Now, process is a legal document. I think they have the right to serve it, but I guess you actually have to be able to encounter right. the person to do it. Right, but... I'm sure she's not there. I don't think the Secret Service is turning somebody away when Hillary's not there. Oh, well, I think she's elsewhere. I think she's there and hiding. You think? Yeah. They said to turn it over to her Washington attorney. When they tried to serve them, they wouldn't accept it either. <laughs> Here we go. So, I mean, don't you think that, you know, Than talks about Republicans calling people names. Don't you think calling a, a, a fellow Democrat a Russian uh, asset? <laughs> is a pretty bad thing? I guess, but, you know, it's just politics. It doesn't bother me as much as it does, obviously, Tulsi Gabbard, who's suing. Well, I mean, she served in the military. She loves this right. country. Right, she's just the opposite. But, you know, it's what credibility or what uh, standing does Hillary Clinton have at this point? Former well, she's senator. talking about saying she said in an interview the other day that she has the itch to run again. Oh, well, maybe she should, but uh, I hope no one she ever scratches that itch. Talking about the fact that there was a... Uh, She's having a tiff with Bernie Sanders, too. She's still not friends Called with him. Called him unlikable. Right. Nobody likes Bernie Sanders. Well, I like his comeback, though, saying, well, <laughs> nobody likes me. Even my wife most days doesn't like me. <laughs> he could have more accurately said, and nobody likes Hillary anymore, either. Well, that's not true, either. All right, 1-800-795-9565. She's okay. I'd, oh. I'd, I'd elect her. 1-800-795-9565. But you didn't vote for her in the last election, so why would you elect her now? <laughs> that's true. I had my chance. <laughs> I blew it. We'll be right back. If you want to have a fun day, you have to drive a Hyundai from Sunbury Motors Hyundai. And wow, did you want to have a fun day in 2019? Sunbury Motors increased their year-over-year new Hyundai sales by a whopping 70%. Customers near and and far are noticing the savings at Sunbury Motors Hyundai. 2020 Hyundai Tucson's have a discount of over $4,000. New Tucson start at $22,863 with $25 in stock. Sunbury Motors has 12 2020 Hyundai Konas in stock starting at $22,585. Save up to $28,35 on your next new Kona. 70% increase in sales is huge and so are the savings at Sunbury Motors Hyundai. Choose from 20 Hyundai Santa Fe's with savings up to $45,71. All new Hyundai's come with America's best warranty. 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty. Hurry to Sunbury Motors Hyundai to see how they increase sales by 70%. Sunbury In the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. Read the words, and then we'll take the call. The word says, Hi, Mark. I don't understand your derisive comment about Senator Casey's question at the impeachment trial. There were many audio clips of Justice Roberts' reading of Casey's question, which was respectful, thoughtful, and not partisan. In essence, he questioned the obligation of elected officials to keep the public trust. He referenced the Federalist Papers and Alexander Hamilton. I don't get your characterization that he performed as a partisan hack. A 30-second Google search will find Judge Roberts reading the question. Right. Sign John. Well, check it out. I thought it was kind of a partisan question, but I could be mistaken. I certainly didn't call him a partisan hack. Uh, I don't do name-calling. Oh, yes, you do. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You just called him what? No, not a butthead. Oh, well, that, that's a pretty uh, that, bad comment. No, no, nobody's a butthead. He's buffoon. That's, that's what the president is. Okay, 1-800. That's name-calling. Oh, is it? Are you sure if you call the president? I mean, isn't that like a verifiable fact? 
Well, I mean, you and Than are allowed to call people names, but nobody else is. So that's, that we is got a that straight. Fair now. way to do it. I we love understand. this system. This is finally. This is a good system. Al, you're on the mark. I believe you guys have telepathy. <laughs> we do. I, I yes, I, I do. Why? Because you know, uh, I was calling. Good morning, by the way. Good morning. Uh, to say that the Dem Party leaders want us to do as they say, not do as they do. <laughs> Just like the research opposition that Hillary pulled off, I mean, that's okay if she does it, but if somebody else wants to look into her, that's bad. And then my other point was, you know, if Hillary doesn't like you, I think you'd be a pretty good presidential candidate. Yeah. My favorite, though, is Adam Schiff, who now believes that John Bolton is a paragon of virtue and should be called to testify because he will speak the truth. Called him a liar a few years ago. <laughs> Said he had a history of embracing conspiracy theories. Gee. <laughs> it's not the truth. It's whatever is convenient. Amen. And your side of the story. It's so political. Your side of the story. Yep, you're right. You're right, Al. And that last caller had a lot of good good sense. I agree. I don't know what his name was, but he had a lot of good sense. Uh, Mike. I, I'm tuning in and out today, and well, I'm glad I heard him. Good. Now but, you're you know, smarter for it. Basically, basically, you guys said that, you know, the same thing I wanted to say is what they want us to do is they do as they say. Well, you think we should get that whistleblower on the stand? Pardon? Should, think we should get the whistleblower to testify at the impeachment trial if we, or get anybody I to think testify? It should be, I think it should be over Friday when they... Because the longer it goes on, the more you legitimize their little scam that they're pulling. <laughs> you legitimize and, an and impeachment trial more, in this U.S. Senate. Much That's more funny. things to do. But, you know, we got a lot on our plate, and <clears throat> this move is just on. taking too much away from everything. Well, the president probably is ready to move on. He has agenda items that might not be getting addressed. I know well, what, he signed well, the USMCA yesterday. Right, he's yeah, he's un- unaffected. If he would have had cooperation, we'd be twice as far ahead. But I'll ask if you what I've asked to. others. Aren't you at all concerned by some of his behavior? I am. No, no, not really. Okay. Because <laughs> he's like Joe Paterno. We know what we were getting. We elected a guy from New York that's, I mean, they're very short and to the point. Don't cross them. They really love you. But, you know, they can hate you the next minute or whatever. Joe Paterno? Cross. Yeah, well, I, Joe Paterno was they like go that. For the ju- they go for the juggler, and I like that because as a Republican, I used to be a blue dog Democrat, but as a Republican, I I get pushed around. I can't wear my hat here and there. They don't say, don't do that, don't do that. <laughs> well, you got paint on uh, your hat. That's another topic. <laughs> I got signatures on my hat, too. Oh, Trump. good for you. Yeah. Well, the president <laughs> knows you love him, so that's an important thing. Yeah, amen, brother. Thank you so and much, Al. Us. Thank you so much, Al. Thanks for calling in. Yep. Right. Have a good weekend, Mark. I'll see you back here Monday. <laughs> you and your retirement shortened weekend. This is WKOK Sunbury.